When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the 2021 Epi Awards. I am your tech stuff guy, Jane Og, and this is Making Podcasts Great Again, the 2021 Epis. Please give it up for the man behind the Epis, our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Thank you. This is a great honor for all of you. The second annual Jeff Epstein Awards in making podcasts great again, excellence. And also I want to say uh, EZZ, whoever the hell that is, looking very sharp. Somebody paid attention to our strong requirements. He's looking very sharp. And I see plastic, we don't call them metal, is adhering to the proper attire as well, as is, of course, our strong uh, Patreon president, Alex's iPhone. So I thank you. A lot of you are very smartly not showing your disgraceful faces because you're probably not using proper attire. So thank you to those who, you know, we're a podcast of laws. We're a podcast of laws. And if people don't, Listen to laws. We have energy. That's right. I pronounce the CH in energy because I'm very unhappy. So, uh, very proud to be here to honor the great Jeff Epstein and all his fine work and the great things that really me and a, about 52 horrible tech stuff people have put together this year. So, very happy to be here. Um, Mr. President, what are you looking forward to tonight? Is there a specific category? Uh, a guest who uh, is nominated. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, obviously I'm expecting, as as is tradition, I'm expecting to win a lot of awards, okay? Yes. And this isn't the Emmys. These aren't the radical left Emmys that deny my greatness. Uh, but I'm also, I'd say, the two categories I'm looking forward to the most. I'm looking, you know, you look forward to all of them. It's, it's the greatest night in podcasting. But the two awards that I would say I'm looking forward to most are Patreon president, okay? Because, you know, I have who I picked, but I want to see, we leave it, there's, there's no voter fraud here. There's no, you know, Ben Roethlisberger in Georgia giving the election to Joe Biden. We have total fairness, total transparency, but yes. I think, you know, Tech Stuff Guy, the award that I'm also looking forward to very strongly is uh, future Trump wife. Mm. Okay. Because yes. under podcast law, whoever wins that award, I'm allowed to just take no consent needed. So we're looking very strongly <laughs> in favor of that one as well. So thank you. Thank you for, for asking. I, I what, noticed, the hell, what the yes. hell are you wearing, sir? And I um, say, sir, sarcastically. Well, it's, um, you wanted business. So this is business in the top, but it's the holiday season. So it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So it's a, it's a holiday, holiday business. You, you're, you're not a fan. 
you know, you know, the, 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 the reindeer were very strong. There were a lot of strong ones. Donna and Blitzen, Blitzen and, and, and Dasher. Uh, uh, Raper and, and Assaulter. I don't, I don't and think they were all, excuse me, they were all a lot of great, a lot of great reindeer. You had to take the one special needs one, the small one with the weird nose. That's how radical left can you be? Tech uh. stuff. Of course, you went for that. No, 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 no. We don't want the big strong reindeer who get the presents there fast. We want the the silly one who needed a radical left song about him. Okay. Uh, I do see our um, our Patreon president is in the house. Um, Alex's iPhone. Uh, how are you tonight? Uh, just happy to be here, tech stuff. Um, Alex, a uh, question for you. What are you looking forward to tonight uh, on this, uh, the Epi's Awards? Uh, to me, it's the best episode. Um, it was a nice stroll down memory lane, um, and I'm excited to see uh, what the people spoke to. You are also nominated for an award tonight. Are you nervous? Do you have a speech prepared? Please tell us what is going through your mind right now. Well, I'm just scrolling through the participants and seeing who's not showing up, which I think should tell you everything you need to know. Tells us a lot. It tells us a lot, Mr. iPhone. Yes, I, uh, I, I, I see former presidents are in here. Our vice president um, is not here tonight, who is also nominated. I wanted to ask him how he was Excuse feeling. Me, about- very yes. quick. I just noticed finally. Okay, some of our, our left coast people are a little late. But I noticed Zoe just showed up with, I believe that's, uh, the, you know, so I'm the man of the hour. But if there was a second man of the hour, I think she's there with, with him. So we're very happy to see the remains, the earthly remains, because we know his soul is in heaven right now, looking down very strongly on us. But the rema- earthly remains, we call them, <laughs> of Jeff Epstein are here tonight. So we, we, we thank you, Zoe. It's a great honor. Yes, and uh, I noticed uh, Rudley is not here tonight. Um, it's a poor showing for some people, but you know what? It's all about who is here tonight. And well, I think tech stuff, we had a previous tech stuff guy who had suggested it was black tie. And I think when you tell an African-American that it's a black tie <laughs> show, you know, that he's, he's sort of correct to not maybe want to show up. It might mean something else. I, I don't think he would think that, but um, I do want to tell everyone tonight who is here, who is listening. It's hashtag Trump pod Epis. Any reactions that you have comments on who wins tonight, please. Uh, you see on social out of the media, dog. Hashtag you see Trump out of the dog right now. Excuse me. Tech stuff. Do yes. you see out of the dog right now? I am looking that is, for. Tiffany can't compete with that dog. I will tell you that. Oh, wow. He's, he's got a shirt on. That is a. Uh, that is one good dog right there. One good dog right there. So as I was saying, hashtag Trump pod Epis for all social media posts. Um, we have Australia here. We have we have all over the world here tonight, uh, Mr. President. Should we get to the awards? I think we can. I think we can start the awards. I think that's uh first good idea you've had all night, tech stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. You are Cheers. not welcome. To everyone at home. I see you're drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. You know, yes. you know what happens if you 
If you bring a mic, it's like Candyman. If you say Mike's had lemonade three times, it might be a big gay vice president come running in. He sent me a whole case for the holidays. Very nice of him. Uh, and you know what he said to me? He said, Jay Nog's big, strong arms can handle a whole case of Mike's hard. And they, well, he actually didn't say lemonade after that. But, you know. I <laughs> Mr. Think, President, I if, you know if I may interrupt thinking. you, I'm sorry, but Tom Fitzgerald just entered the room. Would you like to hear what he has to say about tonight's Epis or because it's late, you do not want to hear a word from him? Just curious. You know what? I've been... I think everybody knows that we're big fans of Tom Fitzgerald. But you know what? The Eppies are a sacred night. It's not your typical episode. It's a very sacred night. So we're not going to kick him out. We're very happy he's here. But he has forfeited his right to speak. He may speak later, but not not before the awards. Not before the awards. Nah, thank you. We're going to get to our first category tonight. And our first category is, is Best Future Trump wife, best future Trump wife. And I will remind everybody of the nominees. The nominees are Lauren Bobert. Oh boy. Adelia Acker from OnlyFans. Some talent there. We had great chemistry, if you remember. Uh, Excellent. Ivanka. I mean, does anything need to be said? Roger Stone's wife. You know, normally I don't like to be the 7,000th person, and I don't like, as we said, 44,000 seconds. Uh, But you know what? She's a trooper. She's tough. And she's, you know, uh, she's up for anything. You know, I literally, I I mean, literally. So it's a very talented crop of uh, of future Mrs. Trump's. Uh, Christy Nome. You know, I think maybe a little little too ambitious, but I like her. And the last nominee is Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, I normally don't like my wife to have a penis, but (laughs) she's so loyal. She's so strong that, uh, you know, I'm going to listen to the voters. That's what I'm saying. I listen to to our great voters. And the winner of best future Trump wife is... Lauren Bobert. Oh boy, a little, uh, just a touch of Trump joy juice just came out of my pants. We are so thrilled to hear that news. And this is why I love, this is why I love our listeners. You know, if this was a radical left show, they might have gone, oh, you should be with Roger Stone's wife. That'll be funny. Ha ha ha. No, but our listeners know that Bobert and Trump yogurt go together like, a great combo, okay? And I will accept the award on behalf of Lauren Bobert. I, I prepared remarks. Wait, so you're going to yeah. speak on behalf of Lauren Bobert winning this award? Yes. Okay. I am deeply honored and extremely horny to accept this award to become the next Mrs. Trump. I look forward to shooting melatonin in her face and immediately hopping on the strong presidential Cheeto and demanding that he give me a strong, powerful son in my tiny, cute womb. I thank the voters for 
naming me the next Mrs. Trump. And I am very happy uh, to one day live in Trump Tower, which is the most luxurious, beautiful building in the entire world. I will also, I also promise to wear a bikini when I go golfing with the president at Mar-a-Lago. Thank you so much. I now have to prepare for powerful sex with still my president, Donald J. Trump. Thank you. That was a beautiful speech. Thank you very much, (laughs) Lauren Boebert, as Mr. President. Mr. President, excellent job. Uh, Are you ready for our second category of the evening? I am. Our second category of the evening is best impression by our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Oh, and by the way, oh, I like this category because I actually swept this category. I got all the nominations in this category. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to win this one. So we like to hear, we like to hear that. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, this, I dominated this category. You you did dominate this category. Nobody, Nobody had a chance. Uh, you, you're going to sweep it. It's a, lot a of ton talent. of talent. This is a very talented category. The nominees are Steven Tyler. <laughs> Why that one gets me every time. <laughs> Shinzo Abe. <laughs> Kim Jong Un, <laughs> Xi Jinping, President Trump. <laughs> I was expecting more, okay. <laughs> and the winner of best impression by our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump, is Shinzo Abe. I was nervous there. I wasn't sure I was going to win, but very happy to have won this one. Uh, I will accept on my own behalf. I was going to ask so you if you'd okay. like to accept on your own behalf. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I won this fair and square. You did. Uh, you know, when I met Shinzo, you know, almost six years ago, we hit it off right away. And he caught, you know, we were at a dinner and I was doing a very tasteful, you know, I'm very good at impressions and I was doing a very tasteful impression of Shinzo. And he walked into the room and he heard me uh, talking like him and he said, Mr. Trump, you do the best impression of me in the entire world. (laughs) And I said, I'm so glad you like it. And we became very strong friends from that moment on, very great friends. So, you know, they say imitation is the sincerest form of fuckery. And I fuck with Shinzo. You know, we are, we are very strong friends. And by imitating him and him being okay with it, we formed a great bond. So I say thank you. 
And if I may, on behalf of my great friend Shinzo, I say, This episode of the Epis is sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. And that is only on your first deposit. Receive 50% more money than you put in using promo code CLNS50 from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. That's right. You can bet on sports and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Head over to betonline.ag. You're welcome, Mr. Shinzo Abe. No, 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 no. Tech stuff. That was just me. That was the impression. I, Shin, that was Shinzo's such a good impression. I thought he was here just now. Well, you know what? That's it's called talent. It's called talent. It is great talent. Well, thank you so much, Mr. President. And uh Shinzo, if you're if you're listening out there, c- congratulations. Mr. Great President. Guy, great guy, Shinzo. Um, category number three this evening is most unpatriotic celebrity guest. What are your thoughts on this category? It's the only kind of negative category. Well, this is this is what sort of the tech stuff people do. And we want to be fair. We want to be fair. People can't, you know, not everybody had the guts to come on the show. I don't like these people. But as a, a small sign, not necessarily respect, but a, like a little gesture of, okay, at least you had guts. At least you came up, you got your ass kicked when you came on the show, like nobody's business. But you know, there's a lot of radical left people, a lot of unpatriotic people. They don't even sit down with me because they know they can't take me. These nominees, they get a little bit of respect just for even trying, just for even trying. Well, the nominees for most unpatriotic celebrity guests are Anthony Scaramucci, Richard Marks, Bradley, Whitford. So you got Bitcoin, Grammys, and Emmys. Okay. The BGEs. Or if you flip it around, the BEGs, which means beg. You know, you spell beg, B-E-G. And that's what they all were. They were begging to be on the show like dogs. The winner of the most unpatriotic celebrity guest is Anthony Scaramucci. Mm. Uh, I'm actually going to accept his unpatriotic award as much as it disgusts me to accept an unpatriotic award. I'm gonna You're going to accept it on behalf of him. Hello, I'm Anthony Scaramucci. I'm not very tall. And I did not work for the president for a long time, 
but I'd like to thank the president because even though I don't have Grammys like Richard Marks or Emmys like Bradley Whitford, I at least had the good sense to work for this great president, this very strong man, this very well-endowed president that made a few jokes on the show about Stormy Daniels, totally false. I'm very proud to have worked for this man. And I think that's why, even though I only worked for him for 11 days, I think that's why I just won an epi because Bradley Whitford didn't work for Trump. Richard Marks didn't work for Trump. They weren't talented enough. But I worked for Trump even for a short amount of time. And I think that was the deciding factor in why I was able, despite being a small person, a little guy obsessed with crypto, that I could win this award. So thank you very much. I owe everything to Mr. President Donald J. Trump. That was an excellent speech. I don't think he could have said it any better. Uh, That was a great job, Mr. President. Now, our this is a, a special time of the evening. This is not an award. Um, well, it, it's an award, but there aren't nominees. It's just given to someone who we think deserves it. Like and, a lifetime um, achievement, you know, like, yes. about, like a lifetime achievement. And this is the, the Jeff Epstein Education Award. And we have a special guest tonight who is going to present this Lifetime Achievement Award or the Jeff Epstein Education Award. And the special guest presenting tonight is Vice President Mike Pence. Welcome, Vice President Pence. It's a, uh, it's a great pleasure to be here, Tech Stuff Guy. You're looking full of festive cheer and a lot of testosterone, if I can be honest. So happy to see, uh, happy to see you. Okay. Happy to see you too. And, and thank you for the, the case of uh, the hard lemonade. Appreciate that. Well, the, uh, I think the liquor store didn't hear me correctly. I certainly said Mike's hard, but I did not say lemonade, <laughs> but I'm glad you're enjoying the beverage anyway. That's, uh, you know, it's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now I know you're a member of the Old Testament tribe, but that's okay. We're all part of the same book. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, I was just going to say, Jesus Christ, it's about giving. It's not about, he said he came not to be served, but to serve. So I'm happy to serve you Mike's hard lemonade or whatever you want from Mike's hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, lemonade is perfectly fine. And um, you are here tonight to present the Jeff. Let, just let me know if yeah. you want some of Mike's hard Greek yogurt and I can, <laughs> uh, I can stir up a batch for you very quickly. I appreciate that. It's very aggressive for the holidays, uh, but I'm going to stick with the lemonade. But thank you very much, Vice President Pence. Delicious. You are presenting the Jeff Epstein Education Award, and uh, the floor is yours. Well, thank you, Tech Stuff Guy. And we are here tonight. Education is very important to this president and was important to Jeff Epstein. You know, Jeff Epstein taught at a very well-regarded private school in New York City, and he didn't even have a college degree. That's how much he loved education. And I remember he would spend time with those young men after school asking them if they had sisters that wanted to learn and if their sisters were interested in education or going to camps or learning how to be massage therapists. So he was always giving and always looking to educate the youth. But tonight, in that spirit, in that great, generous education spirit of Jeffrey Epstein, Sir Jeffrey Epstein, pardon me, tech stuff, we present the first Epstein Education Award to 
a school that has set itself apart on this podcast, a school dedicated to really the fundamentals of Jesus Christ. Whites, militias, Christianity, and assault weapons. That's right. I'm talking about one of the great schools in this nation's history, uh, Idaho Militia Christian Bible State Tech College. Well, when this school was founded 14 months ago, people said this, it'll never make it. It'll never make it. What, how can a school founded on the pillars of white militias, Christianity, and assault weapons ever make it in this country? But that's before the radical left took over higher education. And there was a movement in this country that said, we're tired of your woke education. We're tired of your bowls of condoms in our common rooms. What if we're celibate Christians just looking to suppress unnatural urges while shooting guns and learning scripture? So that is where Idaho Militia Christian filled the void. And believe me, I know something about filling voids. And into this world of wokeness and radical left policies and secularism, emerged a strong school. And as you know, their mascots are the potato Trump AR-15s. So we are so honored to respect and honor and award Idaho Militia Christian the first annual Jeff Epstein Education Award. And I will be accepting on its behalf. I was going to mascot. ask you if you were... <laughs> If you are going to be accepting this award yes, as well, the floor is yours, Mr. President. Thank you. We'll make this quick because I don't want to take too much credit away from the great Jeff Epstein. But this is a school he would have loved. He would have loved it so much. First of all, they don't require a high school degree to get in. So that's, you know, he didn't have a college degree and he was teaching. He would love the fact that they let anybody in. Um, he wasn't a big fan of guns, but he, what he was a fan of was lower age of consent. And this is maybe news to our listeners, but on the Idaho Militia Christian campus, you know, they were, Idaho gave them sort of a, like an autonomous zone. You know how Seattle wanted to have their freedom city with no cops and no, that was, no, this is the opposite of that. This is a conservative autonomous zone where the age of consent and admissions is 14. So I think Jeffrey Epstein would have looked at this school full of freedom and liberty and guns and ninth graders without a high school diploma going to college and doing biblical stuff and weapons he would have said this is one of the most beautiful things he would think he had died and gone to heaven which is of course where he is right now but he you know i'm getting him you know i get a little emotional when i think of uh you know a great friend jeffrey epstein up in heaven but i think he would think if he were alive today he would have thought he died and went to heaven when he saw Idaho Militia Christian, a beautiful campus, over three acres of parking lot. And it is a, an absolute gem in the state of Idaho, full of freedom, guns, and ninth graders, you know, just learning about their bodies and about the Lord. So it's a beautiful place. And I, on their behalf, I thank uh, the Patreon Patriots for their, for their award. And for all those who voted, thank you. Uh, very nice. Very nice job, Mr. President. C congratulations again on that victory. 
Mr. President, this next I might award. Have to take, you know, it's almost like everybody who's won is either me, going to be married to me or worked for me. So, I mean, it's. Yeah, you're you know, connected. You are. You know, they talk about you. Bill Belichick, you know, with his coaching tree. What about the Trump epi tree? It's like totally right here. Yes. I don't think anyone's described that ever before. The Trump epi tree. I like that. Now, Mr. President, we've had, uh, we've had many special guests on the show. And this is the for the best guest appearance. We've had a lot of nice guests this year. And let me just announce uh, the nominees for best guest appearance is Brian Jeffrey Richardson. Big fan of yours. Ian Finance. Yes. Very talented guy. We have Dr. Fauci, who is Tyler Fisher. Disgraceful. We have Sarah Big Huck Sanders, who is Sharon Spell. Right. I mean, you know, win one last year, so she's a back-to-back nominee. She, what a talent. What a what an absolute superstar she is. And Rudy Giuliani, who was Brant Cantor. Uh, don't know him. Somebody with that name keeps contacting me to pay bills. <laughs> don't know him. And the winner. By the way, yes, before you yes. announce the winner, if we yes. can do a, a little bit of, I got to say, whoever you are, because we've had a lot of tech stuff. We should have mm-hmm. an award for, we should have had an award for best tech stuff guy because it would have been like 50 losers. <laughs> but right now I'm seeing what you're doing very strongly on Twitter and I'm, uh, I'm liking it. Good, good. good tweet work. Thank you. I Finally, appreciate somebody that. Somebody who knows how to work Twitter. I've only learned from on, the best. I've learned from the well, best. You should get it on Parler. If you were really trying to be a tech stuff guy, you'd be on Parler. Okay. I Although I don't see uh, nothing for Idaho Militia Christian interesting. I guess that's because you are a Jewish person and you don't want to honor a great Christian university. What's technically not a university. It's a Bible Tech State College JUCO associate's degree. But, it, you know, it's a little too long to say. I was just putting the winners up. I didn't know you wanted me to put Lifetime Achievement Awards up, but I, I, can, uh, I can do that for you. Or you can do it at the end if you're going to be very like nasty about it. No, I don't think I was being nasty about it. I just okay. Oh, I said, no, no. I said if I said if you're going to be now, you are being I'm, nasty. I'm not, I'm I said, not okay. at all. Somebody, you know what? It looked like you were going to get a new contract, but I guess. Uh, guess my, my family's going to be on the streets. Maybe, and if that's where you got to go, then that's where you got to be. Understandable. The winner. Oh. <laughs> the winner of best guest appearance goes to. Dr. Fauci, Tyler Fisher. Now, this Tyler Fisher guy seems like a talent, uh, but he's not here to tonight. Pl- to have to play this role, I'll, I'll accept on, on Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, so you'll Fauci. accept for this one too, I'll even though you're not a fan. I'll accept on behalf of Tyler Fauci. <laughs> okay. okay. Tyler Fisher. Tyler Fisher is a popular person, a comedian who does impressions, and we we respect him, but we don't respect Fauci. Uh, Fauci has no idea what he's doing. He has no idea. And I accept this award on behalf of Anthony Fauci, who I don't call doctor. That's called disrespect, and it's on purpose. I accept this award on behalf of all the real doctors who prescribe ivermectin and hydrochloroquine (laughs) and therapeutics and all sorts of other great things that work. 
now the vaccine works, okay, and it's my vaccine. I should have been nominated in this. You know, instead of Fauci, it should have been me. So we congratulate Tyler Fisher Fauci on whatever the hell this is. But if I could be, this is the first award that I'm, you know, we have big huck, a repeat, a winner before who has been totally loyal. It was a close race. It was a close, close race. Well, she's been totally loyal. And this is the first time I think I'm a little disappointed in our Arma Piggas, but we're going to stand by the results because that's what we said we do. And unlike the Democrats, we keep our word. So congratulations, Fisher Fauci and uh, Big Huck. I voted for you, Big Huck. Okay. I didn't know you voted, Mr. President. I vote very strongly. Did you vote? Yes, of course I did. I don't know that you did. I think you're just saying that now. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. <laughs> oh, I didn't you vote. Know what? Well, they, uh, and okay, disqualified. <laughs> I feel like you wanted me to say I didn't vote, so that's why I just said it. Surprise me, we have a few categories left, and I'm thinking maybe at the end um, some of the listeners can ask We have a question. About- we have a question from a perfect 10. Uh, where did Brian uh, Jeffrey Richardson finish in the voting? Uh, Brian Jeffrey Richardson uh, finished in third. Wow. I would have, I would have thought he might have finished uh, second. I thought he was going to take it, to be totally honest. I, I didn't think there were so many Fauci fans here, but I guess, you know, they they love their Fauci. He was a repeat. Brian Jeff Richard was on, Richardson was on the show twice. Wow, so. and that's extra. Di- you know, and the man, the man stormed the Capitol in peaceful protest. And for what? To be disrespected by some listeners. Maybe not the, you know, maybe not the perfect tens. Maybe not the perfect tens, but some of these other people I'm now very suspicious of. I agree. Now, this category, Mr. President, I think a lot of us have been waiting all night for this category. Very exciting category. Some of the nominees are actually here with us tonight. And this category is the best Patreon Perfect 10 president. And the nominees are the following. Tom Fitzgerald. Strong, very strong reign as both president and vice president. Rudley with the hardest R. Black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otto the dog. Uh, sporting a very nice shirt tonight. Really showed up. Showed you know we have a lot of people who showed up not even dressed for the occasion. But okay, well now I okay, well now I see. What I'm enjoying right now is Tom Fitzgerald with <laughs> Roger Stone glasses, a blazer. He's he is dressed to impress, and that's what I like to see. Uh, and out of the dog came with with proper proper attire, which you don't really expect to see for a for a dog. So, you know, we respect that, even though he was, you know, he missed his first Patreon as president, but that's okay. And then who else? And our final nominee, our current president, Alex's iPhone. I mean, when you're talking about a guy who has been so loyal and so strong, despite living in the swamp that is Washington, D.C., you know, he's basically our eyes and ears in Sleepy Joe's disgraceful D.C. So what can you say? I think it's a it's a nice collection. Everybody's had their pluses and minuses, some more minuses than others. Uh, But it's a we're proud to call 
all of these people, Patreon presidents. It's a rare club. It's a rare, it's the, it's the most exclusive club in the country. My again, this Patreon was, presidents is only four of them. That's it. It's the most exclusive club <laughs> in the world. Okay. And uh, the yeah, universe, very, wouldn't it be in the universe? Uh, you know, tech stuff. We don't know all of the universe. That's why we have Space Force. <laughs> okay, my bad. This was an extremely close race. The winner of the best Patreon Perfect 10 president is. Rudley with the hardest R. Now we see Rudley with the hardest R is not here, Mr. President. Let me explain so would you- something. Let me explain something to everyone here, to everyone listening, to everyone on this godforsaken planet of radical left monsters. It's bad enough that we obviously have radical left people voting, flooding the ballot boxes. Okay. We had, I don't have to spell it out, but I think the radical left said, Oh, we want, you know what we want. And let me tell you something, Rudley with a hard R I've seen his social media. This isn't a Ben Carson, African-American. This is a radical left Bernie supporter, African-American. Okay. And it's bad enough. We want to honor the results. We said we would honor the results. Okay, you heard me. Everybody here heard me. We're going to honor the results. But then he doesn't show up. And you know who doesn't show up to awards? Radical left actors. Okay? Marlon Brando. Remember when he, he sent the real Pocahontas, not Elizabeth Warren. He actually sent Pocahontas to accept his award for The Godfather. Total disrespect. You know, you have... Joe Quinn Phoenix, when he won for Joker, Joe Quinn gets up there and says, be a vegan. A total disgrace. This is what they ruin award shows, radical left people. They ruin award shows. So for Rudley with the, I don't even think as much as I like to say the hard R and you know this, I'm calling him the softest R as an insult. He's Rudley with the ugly. We're calling him Udley because I don't even want to pronounce the hard R when I mention him. And I am making a, the rarest of rare decisions. Uh-oh. I am revoking this award in oh the name of freedom, in the name never... of justice, out of respect. I respect people who voted, but this is too much. I think the radical left flooded the ballot and the proof is that he didn't even show up. Are you saying knew, I take the person with the second most I want, votes? I want the second most votes. Rudley, Udley with no R has to prove himself. This is a total disgrace. Missing the Eppies is this, like... This is exciting, I don't Mr. Even President. Know. I don't even know what the hell it is. It's the most disgraceful thing in the history of the show. I really, I really mean that. It's the most disgraceful event. In the history, it would be bad enough when he missed many Patreon Perfect Ten meetings, but to miss the Eppies is, he might as well have called Ivanka ugly. He might as well have done that. He might as well have said he didn't want to have strong sex with Ivanka. That's how disgraceful this is. And now I'm, I, I, I want to compose myself because we have great people. We have a lot of great people here. 
but I want to compose myself because this is, and I mean, this is, this is our, we're calling this our Rudley 11. Okay. okay. This is, this is our, this is our never forget, never forget December 23rd, 2021 when Rudley didn't show. This is our never forget hashtag never forget. Now, Mr. President, we have a problem here because second place is actually t- a tie. And the next place is actually behind only by 1.2%. So, so you're saying fourth place is only 1% behind second and third who are tied? Yes. Well, you know what? 1% is a loss. So fourth can, can kick whatever they kick. Okay. Who, who is tied? Who is tied for second and third? Our tie is between Otto the dog and Tom Fitzgerald. Wow. Well, first of all, I want to apologize to the person who legitimately holds. And by the way, we're not switching. We, our president, everybody here, listen to me. I appointed a very strong, very dedicated Patreon president. This doesn't affect that. So when you refer to Alex's iPhone, you say President iPhone when you see him. <laughs> but as far as the award goes, I would like, I know this is on the spot, but I don't want to tie. We don't do ties. Ties are for the radical left. Everybody gets a participation trophy. If I know Otto and I know Tom, they don't want to tie. Okay? If this was uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's squad game, squad games, you know, like instead of squid game where you kill everybody, squad yeah. games would be everybody gets to live and gets an award and gets money. Okay. Radical left. So squad game, it isn't. So I want to hear a 30-second pitch from Otto or Otto's spokesperson and Tom, and then I will decide very strongly who the winner is. Who would you like to go first, Mr. President? I would like Otto the dog to go first, like a dog. Okay. All right. So for Otto, sorry for the delay. He actually was attacked by a radical left husky. So he's getting his wound addressed right now. But he has never let you down. He's better looking than Tiffany and he loves McDonald's. Okay, you lost me after you said was was attacked. Anybody who gets attacked on the night of the Eppies might not be strong enough to be president. (laughs) But you know what? We want to hear what Tom Fitzgerald has to say before we decide. Uh, uh, Thank you, sir, Mr. President, sir. I just, you know, first and foremost, uh, apology for my lateness to this event. I did send an email to the the, the 2020 email address. I don't know if people still check that. But uh, uh, I had to you do know that. You know, email. I don't check it, but the tech stuff people tech, will certainly. You know, we checked earlier it. today, not this evening. But uh, you know, I had to. I had, I had a. Uh, I had some tough business come up at the last minute. You know, and I was like, well, there's one thing the president likes beyond uh, peace and prosperity. It's it's tough business. But I think we learned that in last week's episode. So I was like, I think in this case, you know, for some tough business, that's what America needs. You know, the sleepy jail economy. Why, you know, where the president's out there trying to fight the fight the people trying to cancel Christmas. Thank you. Okay. Well, okay, canceling Christmas, not on this podcast. Thank you for reminding us the war on Christmas is never over. So 
after hearing both, now I've been told that Otto was, was bit by a radical left husky last week. Okay, so it was last week. So you either show up to the Eppies or you don't show up to the Eppies. You know, it's like they say in sports. If you're playing, then that's it. You're playing. Out of, I do respect Otto, though. I want to say that first. I have great respect for Otto for his attire. He wore appropriate attire to the to the Eppies. Uh, I think he is definitely better looking than Tiffany. And I think his heart is in the right place. We, you know, we, we are proud to have him as a member. But I think this has been a long time coming, and I think it's almost a disgrace that he didn't win in the first place. But as much as I respect the leadership and the talent and ideas of Alex's iPhone, I still think of the George Washington of the Patreon Patriots as Tom Fitzgerald. So I am very proud to announce that Tom Fitzgerald is the winner of this award, and I will accept on his behalf. But, Thank but you, he, Mr. Mr. President. Wait, wait, Mr. Excuse Mr. President, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. He's here. Excuse he's me. here. But excuse he's, me. he's tech he, stuff. Yes. Tech stuff. We must have a Zoom error because you keep talking. I would like to thank Mr. President, Sir Esquire, Reverend Doctor, for this great <laughs> honor. Being part of this Patreon universe has been the greatest honor of my life. And I will continue to serve honorably. And I'm uh, just very proud, you know, to have won fair and square over, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter candidate, Rudley, with no R. So, but if Tom has any words he wants to say, he can have 20 seconds and then we move on. You know, sir, I don't think, uh, I don't think I could do it better than you just did. You know, I think you nailed it perfect, the Trump way. Thank you very much, Tom. Great honor for you. Congratulations, Tom Fitzgerald. Mr. President, we have a few categories left, and this one... Um, we have two, right? Is it two? Yes, we have a couple. That's two. Correct. Um, we have best Trump ally guest appearance. Best Trump ally guest appearance. And the nominees for best Trump ally guest appearance are. I think these, pe I think these people may all be here, actually. Oh, wow. This, that's, um, that's awesome. We have Mike Lindell. It's a great honor to be here, Mr. President. Thank you. Just to be nominated is a great, is one of the highlights of my life. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence. Mr. President, I don't care if I finish on top or on the bottom of this category. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you, Vice President Pence. We have uh, your son, Mr. President Don Jr. is nominated. You know, like I, uh, I was doing some partying before, so I'm pretty hyped up uh, for this. And, uh, you know, it's just like after seeing Rudley win, though, like like the fake win of Rudley, I'm just like, is the radical left controlling the voting? So if I didn't win this, it's like totally cool because my dad's awesome. But like, you know, it's like uh, I assume if I don't win, it's just like the radical left has been stuffing the ballot box. Thank you, Don Jr. Uh, formerly. Tough BB. Yes, it's a great honor for me to be here. Donald Trump has always been a friend of Israel. Uh, I don't know why he's so mad at me just for saying a nice thing about sleepy Joe Biden. 
you know, I have to worry about relations for Israel and not just uh, what pleases Donald Trump, but uh, he was a great friend to Israel. And I hope uh, at some point we can patch things up. And our final nominee, Ragin' Brett Kavanaugh. Let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> it's been an honor to be part of this community. I swear to God, if I win this award, nobody will ever take it from me. Uh, Ragin' Brett, uh, how many uh, drinks so far? We've been boozing all night. Uh, just, just a six-pack, just a nice warm-up. <laughs> very, very good. Mr. President, this must be very historical for uh, the Epis. We have another tie between two winners, if I may. The winners, winners of Best Trump Ally Guest Appearance are... Mike Lindell and Ragin' Brett Kavanaugh. Wow, that is that is a that is quite the tandem. Uh, I couldn't think of two better people. Obviously, total loyalty. I think we'd all agree, total loyalty from both of them. Um, but I'm I'm a little concerned, to be honest. I don't know that they necessarily would want to be. Uh, I don't know that they would necessarily want to be uh, co-winners. I want to ask them what they think. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, Mr. Pre- Mr. President, I have to tell you that I'm not a member of the MAGA nation to get a tie, and I don't think you'd want me to get a tie. And when I look across here at Rage and Brett Kavanaugh, all I see is an imposter who hasn't given you the decisions that you need in the Supreme Court to make your presidency better. Mr. President, I can tell you right now that wasn't my fault. And if Mike Lindell keeps talking that shit, I'm going to beat the piss out of him. <laughs> Why don't you bring it? I was doing crack on the streets, homeless. You don't think I've dealt with tougher than some prep school bitch? Like you, Kavanaugh, you want to do this? Let's fucking do this. Okay, guys, well, guys, relax. Yeah, well, they're fighting. They're fight. Let the shut tech stuff. This isn't this isn't a radical left. Let them fight. Okay. Let them fight. Okay. All right. Oh my god, Mr. President, he's stuck, he's taking his gavel out and he's trying to shove it in my rectum. This is <laughs> you know what? When you've done crack on the streets of Minnesota, you've had worse things put in your rectum. Uh, Mr. President, this is Vice President Mike Pence. I just want to say right now, I thank you for letting me be part of this night. This is the greatest night of my life, witnessing raging Brett Kavanaugh go Greek on Mike Lindell. I am uh, I am uh, on my knees, and I don't know if I'm praying right now, but it is exciting. Well, let me tell you something, Brett Kavanaugh. You think you can beat me? I don't think so. Have Taste some of my pillow. Oh, Mr. President, he's trying to suffocate me with a my pillow. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, things are going dark. It's getting dark. It's getting dark, Mr. President. Help me. What is tapping out? I'm tapping out. I can't breathe. Is he killing you, Mr. Uncle President? Mike, say Uncle My Pillow, and I'll let you live, Raging Brett. Uncle, Uncle, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> 
please, I don't want to die on your podcast. I think he said uncle, and I think that means I win. Mike Lindell, my pillow, made in America. Kiss my ass, Kavanaugh. Well, as you can hear, as you heard the tech stuff, you know, that's what we do. You wouldn't hear that on a Radical Left podcast, would you? Now they'd say, everybody win. Every, everybody wins, but not on this one. Mike Lindell won fair and square. He almost killed a Supreme Court justice. That's what we do on this podcast. You win or you die. So thank you to both of you. I appreciate the effort. Mike Lindell, incredibly tough. Thank you. Uh, I've never seen anyone battle for an epi win before. That was a first, and that was impressive by... Honestly, I didn't think Lindell could take Rage and Brett. He's got the alcohol. He's got the size. Lindell's a scrapper, man. But he went, you heard that. He went for the, he went for the pence. He went for the finishing move where he shoved the gavel up Lindell's butt. And I think he thought that was going to win, but he forgot that Mike Lindell, you know, was doing crack on the streets for years. You think that you don't think that's the first time he's had stuff shoved up, up there. He's very tough. And then he took that, my pillow, which is a real crappy pillow. And, Almost killed a Supreme Court justice. That's, I mean, you're not going to hear that on the daily with the fake New York Times. You're not going to hear that kind of strong fight to the death. But fortunately, Rage and Bread is still alive. So we, we still have our Supreme Court. That's good news. Mr. President, it is time for our final category of the evening. What an Epi's it has been this year. So many surprises. <laughs> um special guests it it has been an, an awesome awesome show thank you for all the listeners for for coming out for the second annual epis here and it's time for our final category which is best episode and this was a, extremely tough here lots of lots of competition here and let me go through the nominees for best episode Never forget the Baltes. Great episode. That was with our friend uh, Brian, Brian Jefferson. Yes. So he's sort of involved in a couple of uh, awards. You know, mm-hmm. he's sad that he has to go home empty-handed. Very sad. Laughter is the best medicine. I think that was with uh, Fisher Fauci. BB Dojo. You know. We used to respect that episode greatly. That was one of our strongest until it turns out that somebody lost all their strength and became sleepy, sleepy BB. And it's, it's back to back BB. Krav McDonald had a farm. You know, he hypnotized us, you know, (laughs) with his fake strength. He uses fake strength. He actually got two episodes. I think Krav McDonald, which is of course the fake martial arts that he does in Israel. He, uh, I think he fooled everybody with it. And, you know, I felt bad because that was a Patreon episode. And he was so convincing that the Patreon, the great Patreon people, let us give that to the world for free. Mm-hmm. And if I could redo that again, I wouldn't even done that episode. I would cancel all BB appearances. <laughs> Total fraud. Our next is General Pooza. Well, you remember Lala Palooza? That was, you know, that was a that great was episode. Very strong episode. Next is defund Smokey the Bear. I remember looking that up. It's a very funny title, but I think there was yes. very strong things in that one. Samsung. 
oh, this was sort of treated like an instant Hall of Fame episode, uh, you know, and we talked about my computer. I used to have Adele and, you know, she complained too much, too many sad songs. So I got, I went to Samuel's son and he was so, such a smart guy and so serious. So, you know, that's why he doesn't go by Sam. He goes, he's efficient. So he goes by Samsung. Samuel's too much. I gotta just, gotcha. Samsung. And he just very, all business. So we like him. We like him. And that was a strong episode. And our final nominee is Los Fetos. Well, of course, that was our great pro-life episode. One of the greatest. The winner. And this is like the best picture. This is like the best picture award. Of best episode of 2021 goes to Samsung. Samsung is the winner. It's a great, great choice. Great choice by the is people. Sam, is Samsung here to to accept the award? I know you're close. You with know him. what? I actually I flew Sam Samuel Sung out on my private jet because we had a feeling that he was going to win. You know, because it was such a strong episode. So he's going uh, to accept this award. It would have been so embarrassing if he had made it here, <laughs> and and he didn't win. So thank you. We we, we thought he was going to win, and it turned out he. You know, it, it, we didn't do it. Like, remember when they thought Black Panther was going to win Best Actor and then Anthony Hopkins won? They gave it to Hannibal Lecter. We were afraid of the same thing happening. But no, Samsung is here. And, uh, okay, he's he's just asking me to speak on his behalf. <laughs> oh, he's asking you to speak on his behalf? He is. Okay. You know, I have a, a little earpiece here for Sam. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just going to say what he's saying to me. Okay, I know he's he's a man of few words, so I don't think it's going to be a long speech. Great honor. Okay, that's uh, that's all that's all he said. He said great honor. So, like I said, you know that's why you know his technology works because he's not into all the talking and all the nonsense. He's just loves great tech. In fact, if you don't watch it, we might bring Samsung in as a tech stuff guy. Oh no. Well, everyone who is listening again, it's hashtag Trump pod Emmys, uh, Epis. We have posted all the Epi award winners. You could comment on them. Give us your feedback. Uh, Terlin is a very big fan of Brian Jeffrey Richardson. She sort of wanted, she wanted the full sweep for that episode. I know. Uh, I, I voted for that one. That was uh, one of my favorites. Never forget the ball taze. That was my vote. But uh, in this category, Samsung ran away with it in this category, to be perfectly honest with you. I was very surprised. Mr. President, do you have time um, maybe to discuss? We can, do, we can do a couple of questions, I think, if people want to do a couple of questions. Want to, you know, after party, five minute after party. A little, a little oh, press Linda, conference. I see, see, I see Linda is here with the proper attire. Thank you, Linda. Yes. Very strong. So maybe a, a press conference here, a, a post-Epi press conference led by our president, vice president, and then we can have a few questions from the listeners. I know it's getting late, Mr. President. Um, so Alex's iPhone, sorry about the fourth place finish there, but you are our president and you are first for uh, asking Mr. President a question about tonight's Epis. Uh, Dr. Mr. President, sir, um you know, question about the Eppies, you know, what was, what was your biggest surprise of the evening, uh, you know, plus or minus? I just want to hear it from you. Uh, biggest surprise. 
um, I think would be, I would say it was you finishing fourth. I thought that was, uh, you know, I was shocked. I was shocked because you know what I think it is, Alex, president to president. I think that people take, when things are going smoothly, remember we had the Trump economy, everything was going nicely and people forgot. People forgot that, that I made it that way. And then they decided, oh, we need a sleepy president because everything's going fine. So it's all go to sleep with a sleepy Joe. And I think tonight they went with a, a sleepy, a sleepy Udley. They went with a sleepy Udley with a soft R because they'd gotten so used to the smooth operation that you have brought to the show. Um, so that surprised me. I, I thought it was going to be, I thought Otto, I respect Otto for having a higher finish than I thought, but, uh, no, I always thought it was going to come down to you and Tom Fitzgerald. So I was half right and everybody else was half wrong. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, Tom Fitzgerald, um, do you have anything to ask the president about uh, tonight's epis? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, in the spirit of Christmas, who would you say are the three least weak Democratic presidents of all time? Thank you. Okay, very good. Well, I mean, the least weak because he's strong is Andrew Jackson. Okay, you know, you know, Steve Bannon gave me that beautiful portrait. Um, I think Andrew Jackson might be one of the strongest presidents we ever had. I mean, slaughtering Indians left and right, uh, bullying people, telling the Supreme Court. I remember this quote because I loved it so much. I think he said to the Supreme Court, can you imagine this if I said this today and I wanted to say it? He said, the Supreme Court's made its decision. Now let's see them enforce it. I don't know if there's ever been a stronger thing said by any president, Republican or Democrat, but obviously he was a Democrat when they were like sort of the old Republicans, you know, and then all of a sudden the Democrats got into the woke, anti, you know, pro-civil rights wokeness, and then everything changed. But I'd say Andrew Jackson is one of the strongest Democrats or Republicans, but I'd say strongest Democrat. Another strong Democrat president, I would say, uh, Lyndon Johnson. Didn't like his policies, but uh, was known to say the N-word, was known to talk about his big junk. I think that's, that's real strength. That's good strength. Uh, and then I'd say the third not weak Democrat. It's tough. As you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is possibly the weakest Democrat ever, couldn't even walk. So uh, he was very, I'd say he's the weakest, but uh, who would be a good, a less weak? You know what, I would go with, uh, well, JFK got shot and that's very weak. So we can't put him. Have there been more than two Democrats that weren't totally weak? I mean, Obama's skinny and weak. Clinton is very weak and got impeached only once, couldn't get impeached twice. So I'm just going to go with two. I'm going to name two strong Democrats, and they'll have to be okay with that. Lyndon Johnson and his N-words and Andrew Jackson and his genocide. Thank you, Mr. President. We have time for, uh, what, three more questions here? How does that sound? Okay. Okay. Uh, Michael C. and Oscar the Cat, you are on with the president. Yeah, good day from down under, Dr. President, sir. 
Thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate your loyalty and your uh, your support. You're you're our strongest international ally. Thank you, Australia. Always will will support you, sir. Thank you. Yes, I want to thank you so much for yeah helping my Christmas wish from last year. You remember? I recall you. With, they stopped the board, locked us from the coming to the border on to see my family, and you called up Scomo and told him to let me come. And uh, one year later, I am here. I sorry it was my fault. I should have specified which year I wanted to spend with my family. But... <laughs> now you know, and you know what? That's it's an important lesson you learned. It's all about specificity. You remember, I said I was going to open up the economy by Easter, and everybody <laughs> made fun of it. And yet, our economy was open by Easter, twenty twenty one. Nobody ever asked me what year I would have told them. Well, not this year. That's crazy. Who would say that? But next year, very strong and open. Thanks. So I'm having a lot of trouble with finding presents for my family, sir. Just wondering if you you have any advice. What what are you getting your your wife or your or any of your children? Or is there anything that any of your allies can suggest? What are what are our allies who are here tonight maybe getting you? Maybe they can tell you. Uh, well, I can tell you that what I bought for my family, uh, uh, Ivanka, I got her a gift certificate to Fredericks of Hollywood, and it's very tasteful, and uh, that's really it. I don't really buy anything for anybody else in the family. <laughs> you know, I, they're lucky to have, you know what I gave them? I gave them my name. You think Don Jr. would be anything if his last name wasn't Trump? Every year, what I do is I give Don Jr. a card. And in it, it's just a printout of my last name. And I say, you're welcome. You get to keep it another year, you <laughs> chinless loser. Uh, thank you, yes. Mike Pence or Mike Lindell getting you anything, do you know? Uh, well, Mike, well, okay. I can tell you, you know who tried to get me something? BB tried to give me... He came up to me and he said, I am giving you a gift certificate, lifetime membership to BB Dojo. And you know what I did to it? I tore it up in his face and threw it back at him. Uh, but Mike Pence, uh, what are you getting me? Mike, what are you getting me for Christmas? Uh, Mr. President, I actually bought you a, uh, not bought, but made a portrait of you, a shirtless, muscular portrait of you standing atop the Capitol on January 6th, urging all the peaceful protesters into the building. Oh, that's pretty nice, Mike. Thank you. I didn't know you were such an, well, I knew you seemed like an artist, if you know what I mean. And by that, I mean, not very straight, but uh, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Michael C. And Mike, Mike Lindell is not available. Mike Lindell is actually at the emergency room right now, healing, uh, <laughs> having a gavel removed from his butt from the uh, near fatal fight with Rage and Brett. One, I think maybe the great, you know, if the Eppies were eligible for the Eppies, I think we would have to redo best episode of the year and just give it to Rage and Brett and, and Mike Lindell. <laughs> they should start a podcast together. Mr. President, um, we, have, we have two more questions here. Uh, next come from Zobeth and Sir Jeffrey Epstein's uh, ghost over here, or his body, his skeleton. Uh, Zoe, you are on with the president. Thank you, Mr. President, sir. First, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy Thank you. 
And do you have any plans for the upcoming January 6th anniversary? Well, I do. Thank you for asking. That's a beautiful question. Um, I've already talked to, I was texting before with my uh, soon to be new wife, Lauren Bobert. Um, you know, just asking where she wants to have dinner and if, you know, what her safe word is that I can ignore, you know, those sort of gentlemanly type questions. Uh, but I've asked her, she's actually, I'm just saying this with the podcast. This isn't for, you know, this is podcast privilege. Okay. So you can't share this in court. It's the podcast, podcast of privilege. It's very sacred. Uh, she's probably going to storm Trump Tower and murder melatonin, my, my current <laughs> wife. And that's going to be her dry run. And believe me with me, she's going to be dry a lot. It's going to be a dry run uh, for a January 6th sequel. So because nobody's going to see Bobert coming, you know, she's this little cute, little cute lady. But if she turns into like John Wick, all of a sudden we have President Trump. So she's going to she's going to test out her assassin skills on uh, melanoma. And then uh, and then we'll see. So I think, you know, I think it would be very you would agree as a woman, very empowering, very pro feminist to have a, a woman murdering Congress people and taking over the Capitol. I think that would be a very strong message to young conservative women that you don't have to just be in the kitchen or in the bedroom. You can also murder Democrats. So it's a, I think it's a beautiful lesson and a great way to start the year. So thank you. Thank you. Mr. President, our last question this evening comes from Will. Will, you're the last question of the Epis tonight. Thank you. Hello, Mr. President, sir. Congratulations on a successful Epis. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, sir. My question is, I know that many radical left families are requiring a negative COVID test to attend Christmas gatherings, and the tests have been almost impossible to find. I was wondering, do you have any strong alternatives to the COVID test? Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's a great question. Uh, you know, my parties at Mar-a-Lago and at Trump Tower, we require a negative HIV test <laughs> and proof of birth control. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. So if, you don't, if, if you're safe on those fronts, come on in. We're going to get natural, as I call it, whore immunity. Remember, I've been saying this for years. Now, everybody thought, oh, whore immunity, that's not a thing. Well, guess what? Now everybody in all the states are saying we need to get the whore immunity. So we've been doing that for many years at Trump, Trump Tower and, and Mar-a-Lago. So uh, as long as people are you know, safe and mostly consensual, we just have a great, uh, strong uh, party. And, uh, you know, we build up our natural immunity. We, we, we snort uh, zinc and cocaine, which is actually, you know, makes you even stronger. And, uh, you know, you, you do, you, you put a little ivermectin in the Mike's Hard Lemonade and, and it's, everybody has a great time. So no need for these COVID tests. I think it's insulting, especially if your family does it. Can you imagine, imagine you go to your grandmother's house and she's 90 and immunocompromised and coughing. And then you walk in there with no mask and your, your mom or dad says, hey, did you get vaccinated? It's like, I'm going to go cough in my grandmother's face because I love her. How dare you ask me if I'm vaccinated? We can't have it. It's tearing apart families. It's tearing, tearing apart families. And then those grandmothers, they die. Not, they don't die of COVID. They die of a broken heart because they didn't want their grandkids to have to get tested. 
and that's what kills them. The sadness of seeing their grandkids get tested, not, not the droplets of the, the COVID. No, no, it's broken hearts that are tearing up our families and killing people. And that's what you get with Sleepy Joe, a total na- a nation of completely broken hearts. Very sad. Well, such Mr. a sad President. way to end the Epi's tech stuff. I didn't ask the question, <laughs> Mr. President. Thank you so much again uh, for, for without you, there would be no Epis. Uh, congratulations on winning, I think, uh, six of the categories tonight. So I think it's a new record. I think I set a new record for Epis. So uh, unbelievable. I think Congratulations, and uh, thank you to everyone who joined us for the Epis tonight. We love you guys. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Get those vaccines, and um, that's it. Have fun with your families. Mr. President, any parting words? Sure. Everybody who's listening, when you listen to this episode, if this doesn't get you to want to join the Patreon and join the Perfect Ten and join the live shows, I don't know what the hell to tell you. So everybody, Merry Christmas. I'm ignoring Kwanzaa, okay, because I don't say Happy Holidays. I say Merry Christmas, okay? I don't celebrate Shaka Khanna. I don't celebrate... Kwanzaa, I don't celebrate, I don't even celebrate New Year's because it's too close to Christmas. So Merry Christmas for all holidays up until 4th of July. So if you have a holiday in April, guess what? Merry Christmas until we get to the 4th of July. There's only two holidays I respect, Christmas and 4th of July. So because I'm a patriot and a Christian who's never been to church. So thank you very much, everybody. Stay safe. Take your ivermectin. Thank you for being here and we'll see what happens.